But the difference is that Hunger Root is focused very much on healthy food. So you've got lots of pescatarian and vegan and like dairy free or peanut free foods. And everything's just like pretty much very healthy stuff. And what (laughs) this is, I just am setting myself up with Kevin on this. It's not all like, hey, here's just a bunch of vegetables. It's already <laughs> I can barely even say because I think we've just I'm now realizing Hungry Root has just reinvented like a grocery store because this stuff is is partially made already. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Buzzcast. In the last episode, we told you to tell us how we should start the episode today. And we had a lucky listener write in and have their suggestion chosen. So we're going to start the show by answering Anna Jaworski's question. She's the host of Heart to Heart with Anna. I will leave a link in the show notes so you can go and check out her podcast. Her question to us is tell us about a recent podcast you listened to that you liked. So I'll cue it up to you guys. What is a recent podcast that you listened to that you liked? All right. Well, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, new podcast I listened to was... Naval, which is just called Naval. It's not, there's nothing else after that. Naval was like the founder of Angel List. He's like a, a VC in Silicon Valley. And he started this podcast that's kind of based, I think, off like a lot of the stuff he posts on Twitter. But he did like a whole series of like two minute episodes on happiness and like finding happiness. And I, so I binged through those and like, 20 minutes, but uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. So yeah, thanks for the question, Anna. Kevin, do you have one? Uh, yeah, I will go with, um, this was a recommendation from Albin. It's the first podcast that I'm paying for. It's called Dithering. Yes. I, yeah, I subscribed. Um, Dithering is with Ben Thompson and John Gruber. John Gruber, from he does the talk show. He's got another podcast. Ben Thompson is from, what is it, Stratechery or something? Yeah, Stratechery. Right? Stratechery. Both of them are amazing writers and they've come together. They do this 15 minute podcast every day and it's uh, $5 a month. Is that right? Oh, every three days. Yeah, they do three uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 15 minutes on the button. Every episode is 15 minutes on the button. They got a little cool stopwatch thing that they kick off their podcast with. You can hear the stopwatch start. And then at the end, it comes in at the end, they click it. It's pretty amazing how they get them edited down to 15 minutes. And they talk about everything, a lot of stuff in the tech space, a lot of stuff in the business space. It's fun. Do they have a way to do like a free trial, Albin? I can't remember if I was able to listen to a free trial before I had to pay the $5. I don't know. Um, I think there was some sort of a deal. If you already paid for Stratechery, then you might be able to like listen to an episode for free. Um, But I just dove in. But I mean, the last few, you know, they did an episode on the Twitter hack. They did an episode on uh, Geo and internet in uh all of india which is super interesting they talked about um antitrust preview all the antitrust stuff is happening while we're recording this um all the hearings in congress they talked about uh apple and you know different app store policies so if you're into the business of tech and you especially if you know who either those writers are um i think it's a pretty cool show and i love the concept of it is a podcast first and only like there's not some big web presence. There's not all these show notes that you need to follow up on. It's pretty much they do a 15 minute show and then they 
post a little clip of it on Twitter. And that's where the discussion happens on one thread on Twitter once every three day or three times a week. Yeah. So I'm kind of new to it, but I've been a subscriber for a week and a half or so. And it's great. So check it out. Very nice. Well, I'll wrap it up with my uh, a podcast that I listened to recently that I probably should have listened to before because me and Albin are actually guests on this podcast, which is the Creating a Brand podcast. Uh, so a fellow Buzzsprout podcaster, Alex Sanfilippo, uh, he hosts that show. And I, I got kind of hooked it back into it because I saw they had a guest that is a, an author that I follow, uh, Mike Michalowicz. And so I was like, oh, he's got a 25-minute conversation with Mike Michalowicz. And I listened to it, and it was fantastically edited. And so I, I, re- I sent him a text message that said, Alex, this episode is, am- is amazing. Um, and what I liked about it compared to a lot of the other business podcasts that I listened to is that it's, it's very intentional with the episode structure. So Alex approaches each episode as like a masterclass of like picking the brain of these, you know, specific individuals that are experts in their field and condensing it to like the three to four big takeaways from their book or what they're known for. And it's very, it moves very quickly and it's very, uh, it's very well produced because a lot of the business podcasts, it's like this free flowing hour and a half long conversation. And you're trying to like pick out the one or two nuggets that are worth remembering but the whole episode is just gold. And so if you're looking for a b- new business or a new marketing or online brand building podcast to listen to, uh, creating a brand is a great, great option. Well, Anna, thank you for uh, your recommendation. If anyone else has a recommendation for a way to kick off the episode, maybe this will become something we do. So shoot those into support at buzzsprout.com and uh, maybe we'll, we'll grab your ideas for the beginning. So we recently wrapped up WorkCycle Yankee, which if you guys have followed the podcast for any length of time, you know that we work in these six-week work batches where we have a lot of projects that get worked on. And then at the end of that, we we try and roll them out. And so recently, we rolled out two projects that you will see when you log into your Buzzsprout dashboard. And the first one is an update to our stats, which were already amazing. But we just thought, you know what? How can we make them just even a little bit more amazing? So, Kevin, do you want to kind of explain uh, what we've added to stats? Sure. When you log in, if you click on stats, there is a sub nav under there where you can go into podcast overview, episode downloads, apps and devices, listener locations. And now there's a new one called achievements. And so if you've been podcasting with Buzzsprout for any amount of time, you've probably received an achievement email. And then they could be anything from you hit a new milestone in the number of downloads that you've had. Um, it could be like number of episodes published. So we try not to uh, just do achievements around download numbers. Like there's more to life than just download numbers. So we also have episodes published. So after you publish your first episode and your fifth and your 10th and your 25th, we send these little achievements. And up till now, they've just been emails with links that you could share them to your Facebook or share them to your Twitter. And all the time people were saying, Hey, I haven't gotten one for a while. What's the next one coming up? Or uh, it would be nice to remember how many I had in the past because I don't, you know, save all my emails. I delete them or something like that. And so we created a little web page where you can see all the achievements that you've received. You can see the next ones that are coming up so you can, you know, set some goals for yourself or see what you're moving towards. And we also highlight the most recent achievement in case you've gotten rid of the email, but you want to post it to your Facebook or Twitter. There's also some other little information on that page, like how old your podcast is, how many total downloads you've had. Uh, how many episodes you publish, stuff like that. So 
the idea is that you find it encouraging, that you feel it motivating, and it's a quick way for you to be able to kind of share your podcasting progress with your audience without you having to feel like, you know, I'm typing it up myself. Like we're creating these little awards. And so you can feel good about sharing them without, you know, being showy or braggy on yourself. Yeah, Alvin, I would love for you to speak to this too, because I know that when we first started rolling out those achievement emails, that was a pitch that you put together. Uh, what was it like last year or two years ago now? I think it's years in the making. Tom, forever, he was like, I love badges. I love like apps that give you badges. I know on Audible, I've been like working towards like some of the Audible badges for like five years. So, you know, it's just like it's a goofy thing, but for it hits something in your brain that it makes you want to keep going. I realized we really need to get something done for it on Buzzsprout when I went on to Instagram and a podcaster that I follow posted an image of all of his stats. And I was like, oh, that's cool. He hit like 100,000 downloads. And then I went, wait, those are our stats. He's a Buzzsprout podcaster. I was like, oh, that's cool. And like, I was like, you know, I didn't know he even he was hosted with us. And I definitely, you know, it was cool to see him hit 100,000 downloads and be able to share that with everyone. And then I went, man, we should make it a little bit easier. So he didn't have to take like a screenshot out of it, the app and do it himself. Yeah. And the thing that I love about the achievements is one, it does introduce like some gamification to podcasting because so much of podcasting is just like you by yourself. And it's like, okay, am I on the right track? Am I making good progress? Am I on the right path to being able to reach my goals? And so just having these, these small mile markers that just kind of reinforce that, yeah, you are on the right track. And yes, this is something to shoot for, and this isn't the next thing to aim for, and this is the next hurdle you want to jump over, just as a way to help you build momentum and to build confidence in what you're doing. I think it's it's fantastic. And I know that this is, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Alvin, this is probably one of the things that gets shared the most related to Buzzsprout to Twitter and to Facebook and other social media platforms. No, Yeah, we see them all the time. Somebody shares, like, I just hit 4,000 downloads and they share it, and the coolest thing is people will share it and then all of their audience that follows them on like Twitter or whatever. I feel like I see Twitter a lot. They're all like, great work. So proud of you. Keep it up. And it's like these moments where you know the podcasters are not getting a ton of feedback normally. And then all of a sudden, they're getting a ton of feedback around this little milestone. So it just opens up this opportunity for your community to respond and it's so encouraging. Like I'll log into the Buzzsprout Twitter account and you know, we see, I see five of them all shared. And then a few of them have just got like dozens of people saying nice things about the person who shared them and how much the podcast means to them. So yeah, it's just a cool project. I don't think we ever expected it to be this big and it just keeps getting bigger. And so that's always, you know, fun to see. And one cool thing when you share these achievements, like let's say you share it on Twitter, it has a link to back to your podcast as well. And so when somebody clicks on it, let's say that they weren't listening to your podcast before, but they follow you on Twitter or they're friends with you on Facebook. And they're like, oh, that's super cool that this person's podcast hit this milestone. Let me go check it out. We made it really easy for them to find your podcast and start listening. So it's also a really good way to grow your subscribers and to, to grow the grow your audience. So yeah, achievements are really cool. We're big fans of them. And uh, so we're happy that now it's not just the emails telling you about these achievements, but now there's a place in your Buzzsprout dashboard where you can check in, see what your most recent achievement was, see which ones are coming up, and then give you something to aim for to just keep you going and keep you motivated and keep you inspired to keep podcasting. 
All right. So one of the other things that got changed inside of Buzzsprout recently is there's a new section called monetization. And I know these are a lot of things that are near and dear to Kevin's heart and he's pushed for for a long time. But a lot of times all the monetization was kind of mixed in with what we called the resources section. But uh, people are into making money now. So we've got a couple different options at the monetization section. Kev, do you want to share a bit about what's in there? Yeah. So as as the opportunities to monetize your podcast and Buzzsprout helping you do that has have increased, uh, it made sense to move the monetization stuff out of a couple other sections. Like the support, the show link used to live under podcast settings and the affiliate marketplace used to live under resources. So now we have a, a three of them. We've got a sponsorship tab. We've got an affiliate marketplace tab and a support the show link. They are all going to live now under this monetization section. And resources has been broken out to its own section in like the top right section. Anyway, makes sense when you log in and see it. Probably a little confusing as I'm explaining it. But what's under the monetization section are one brand new tool and then two things that we've had before that were just kind of scattered in different places. So the biggest change would be to the sponsor section and the affiliate marketplace. And so we'll talk through those two. Uh, And we can start with affiliate marketplace because that's something that we're all familiar with but there's been a really cool update to the affiliate marketplace. We have always said that affiliate marketing is a great way to start monetizing your podcast because it's not, you're not relying on a sponsor to take a risk on you, especially if you're starting your show new or you don't have a lot of episodes or a lot of downloads yet. That doesn't mean that you can't start speaking on behalf of somebody else who has an affiliate program because there's no risk to them. There's very little risk to you as you're building your show. And if you happen to send a customer their way, then they will compensate you for that. And so we've had four different affiliates in our affiliate marketplace that are really great companies, great products. They do cash payouts. It's a very simple process to get approved as an affiliate. And it's a really simple way for you to step into affiliate marketing. But we know a lot of podcasters have their own brands that they love, their own products that they want to talk about and have their own affiliate links. Well, now we've added the ability to set up a custom brand. So if Buffy or Allswell or Instacart or Buzzsprout isn't a good fit for your podcast, it's not something that you feel, or you feel there would be something that would be a better fit, now you can go out and find a product on Amazon or B&H or any other site. Like my son does, he's 12 years old and he does a, a movie review and TV re- review podcast with his friends, but they're all swimmers and they buy a bunch of stuff from Swim Outlet. Well, they went and found on Swim Outlet that you can become an affiliate and they got their own affiliate code. And so they say, hey, any swimmer friends out there, if you guys are listening to the podcast, if you need to buy new goggles or something for your swim team, use our link in our show notes and it helps support our show. They get any sales? No, (laughs) they only only get about (laughs) 10 or 12 of their friends to listen to each episode. But wait, what's what's the show called? It's called The Kid Critics. I think I've talked about it on here before, but... That's the thing is that you don't need it's it's you're not reliant on um, you know building your show to a certain point before you can start doing this. These are just three 12 year old kids who are talking about movies and some of their friends are listening and some of them are, are swimmers. And if they end up buying a pair of goggles to their link, these kids are going to do backflips when they get their you know five dollar commission from Swim Outlet. And so we didn't build this tool specifically for them, but they're a good use case <laughs> in that if you have a product or a service that you use and you feel passionate about and would be a good fit for your audience, now you can come in and you can click the link to add a custom brand and you can upload a logo and you can put a headline in the description and then your affiliate URL, we will drop that into the show notes of your episode and on your Buzzsprout webpage, we'll show the 
logo with a link. And if anybody clicks any of that stuff and then ends up making a purchase, you're going to get a commission. So that's a really simple and, and very effective way to start monetizing your show before you know you grow your show to the point at which sponsorships make more sense for you. And again, then we can start talking about what we've done for sponsorships next. Well, and what I love about this new ability to add your own affiliate is that when we first started talking about this idea of the affiliate marketplace, we always knew this was kind of the 2.0 version of it, that we needed to start with something that we could make sure that it worked, that it was helping podcasters. But we always knew that once you get started with affiliate marketing and you realize the power of it, you will start to identify and find brands that you want to become affiliates for. So like recently, I was I was talking to one of our Facebook group moderators who has a Dungeons and Dragon podcast. And he was like, I'm looking for ways to monetize. And I was like, well, have you heard of Loot Crate? It's this website that's specifically for, in their own words, nerds and gamers. And it's like every single month, it's a box subscription. They just send you awesome stuff. And you can be an affiliate for that. And so he's like, oh, that's awesome. That totally fits with what my audience is into. That's a great solution. And so you can find these affiliate programs, you can find these companies that really align with what you love, what you personally use, and then also what you know your audience is going to love. And now you can bring all of that into the Buzzsprout affiliate marketplace, add those brands, add those affiliate codes, and then use the tools like add a brand mention in your episode to make sure that you have all the right disclaimers in there, that your code is copy and pasted in correctly every time you know, and, and that everything works and is just seamless for your listeners. So I'm a huge fan of this new upgrade. And I think it's really going to serve podcasters that are currently looking into affiliate marketing. It's going to allow this to grow with them as they start incorporating more and more brands and companies into their, you know, their, their kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, into their cadre of options that they have. <laughs> yeah. You had to look a while for that word. Didn't you? <laughs> I feel like Travis is scraping the bottom of the barrel like give me that good word baby <laughs> oh and i'm gonna leave that silence in there too so yes so people know <laughs> i worked for that word and uh even though it sounds smart i didn't sound smart coming up with it yeah someone is gonna write in and just ask for a like segment like a new words with travis segment <laughs> we'll add it right to the hdtv uh recommendation segment there we go. Okay, so we we talked about the affiliate marketplace. We've also got something called sponsors. Hang on. Before we move on to sponsors, did you guys want to drop some affiliate links into this episode so that our listeners can take a look at our show notes and you can possibly click through to the Buzzsprout website for Buzzcast and you can see what these look like. I was thinking we could create a couple custom affiliates for this episode. We've got a couple. We we won. I work for this company called Buzzsprout, so we could drop that one in. That's a uh, that's in the affiliate marketplace. If you sign up, you will. I don't know how kosher it is for me to make money off of this podcast. Uh, Kevin, and I can talk about that off the air, but um, <laughs> I'm already being paid to do it. Um, but maybe you could put a Buzzsprout link in there. I've got another brand. Am I allowed to throw something in on my own, Kevin? Throw it in, man. All right. Well. This one's right up the alley of normal podcast advertising stuff. Everyone knows what Blue Apron is, and you probably know of like the 12 to 15 other Blue Apron adjacent companies. And my wife loves these. So we've been getting shipments of food to make meals for years. And she's got a new one, which I think might be the best yet called Hungry Root. 
And Alvin told me about this before we started recording. And I am not, I mean, it might be a great product. It might be wonderful food they send you, but I, the name sounds terrible. It's either a branding miss or it's the bullseye. And everyone who's in their ideal target audience is like, yes, finally, someone appreciates roots like I do. Yeah, it just, it just feels like I'm just going to open a box of beets or something. Like, <laughs> what about like, I mean, what about carrots? Would potatoes? Would potatoes fall in the root yeah, category? I just don't know how many root vegetables. Are potatoes technically like count as a fruit, or are they like a? They're a starch or whatever. I remember a, we're going off the rails. I remember at one point. I oh, was this like, is off the rails. <laughs> I was like, wait, potatoes—they grow on the ground. Does that make French fries a vegetable? And I was like, oh wait, I have to Google this right now because if it does, I no longer have to feel any kind of guilt about eating French fries at least seven or eight times a week. Uh, unfortunately, they're not, but I was like all for it. Okay, back back on the train. All right, I'm looking up different root vegetables. Now I know we're definitely off the topic. Okay, <laughs> so here's the difference. Like you're getting me, you're paying money and you get a box of stuff to make a meal. It's the same as every other one. But the difference is that hunger root is focused very much on healthy food. So you've got lots of pescatarian and vegan and like dairy free or peanut free foods and everything's just like pretty much very healthy stuff. And what (laughs) this is, I just am setting myself up with Kevin on this. (laughs) It's not all like, Hey, here's just a bunch of vegetables. It's already, (laughs) (laughs) I can't even barely say, because I think we've just, I'm now realizing hungry root has just reinvented like a grocery store because this stuff is is partially made already. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. So like, <laughs> listen. On one end, you can like grow your own food and make a meal, and then you can have somebody like ship you like the ingredients halfway done, and then before you go to like ordering at a restaurant, there's hungry root. What hungry root is? is they're sending you like a bag of uh, Brussels sprouts that have already been cut. And so then it's easier to cook it. I'm realizing basically this is just a spectrum of how much cooking you want to do. And we have hit the sweet spot of like some cooking, but not too much cooking. Nobody is signing up for this now. You can see a link in the the description. I think it's pretty good. (laughs) So this is like when you go to Publix... And it's like you can either buy the whole watermelon and cut it yourself, or you can get the chopped up watermelon that's like three times as expensive and you get less of it, but you don't have to do any chopping. Yeah, that's Hungry Root, basically. They're shipping you chopped up watermelon level preparedness. Right. So if so, if you want to eat healthy food and you don't like cooking. Well, you like some cooking. But you like some cooking because then you feel good about it. Uh, sign up for Hungry Root. So there's certainly that end of the spectrum of like you can find affiliate programs of specific companies that you like, that you want to endorse. The other end of the spectrum, and this works just as well with the custom uh, affiliate mentions, would be if you used an affiliate marketplace like Amazon or B&H, which is one that we use when we're recommending products for podcasters, where it's not just like one specific thing, but you can say, okay, well, this is a microphone I really like. So for this episode, uh, the affiliate link we're going to put in the description is for the Samsung Q2U, which is a microphone that has become our number one recommendation for new podcasters since the ATR2100 had to get all fancy at a USB-C port and then double the price. 
So that is now our most recommended microphone, but B&H sells lots of other kinds of gear and equipment. And so you can also find Amazon affiliate programs or other affiliate marketplaces where you don't necessarily have to get signed up with every single company individually. You join a marketplace that has lots of products, and then you can take those unique URLs and codes and add those as custom affiliate mentions as well. So there's a number of ways you can do it. And I think what's great about being able to tailor it to specifically what you're trying to do is that these new custom affiliate mentions cover the gamut of all the things you could possibly want to do with affiliates. All right. So we've got affiliates. We've also got a section called sponsors. Kevin, do you want to help us understand what's the difference between an affiliate and a sponsor? So the easiest way to think about it is a sponsor is going to be an arrangement that you set up with a a product, a company, a brand or something up front, and they are going to agree to pay you a certain amount for something in return. In the podcasting world, that's usually an advertisement. It can be a pre-roll, a mid-roll, or a post-roll, which just means are you going to talk about their product at the beginning of your podcast, in the middle of your podcast, or at the end of your podcast? The challenge with sponsorship is... there's more risk on the sponsor now, right? And we call them brands in Buzzsprout lingo. There's more risk on the brand side because they're going to pay you, say, $100 for, uh, let's say they buy four episodes and you do a weekly podcast and they want four pre-rolls. So before your next four episodes, you're going to talk about this brand before you get into your show. They're going to pay you $100 to do that. And it sounds great, except there's a lot of risk on their side because they're trusting that uh, that's going to be effective, that if they pay you $100 to do that, that they're going to generate at least $100 or more of business in return for that. There are a lot of crazy models out there. CPMs, uh, I mean, works for some people, doesn't work for everybody. But we've thought long and hard about that. And we don't feel like CPM is the best solution for, we could say, meaningful monetization for podcasters, independent podcasters, especially if you're just starting out. So if you start getting into the tens of thousands, 50,000, 100,000 downloads per episode, moving to a CPM model might make sense, but the vast majority of podcasters are well below that. So the question becomes what monetization options exist for the rest of us. Through our searching and discussions and stuff, we've gotten in contact with a company called Podcorn. Podcorn is a really nice solution because They've created a podcast sponsorship marketplace and marketplace just meaning a place where they've collected a whole bunch of brands together that are saying that they're interested in podcast advertising. So they list themselves in the Podcorn marketplace and then you can browse all the brands. You can find ones that either you have a personal experience with or you feel like would be a good fit for your audience or your show. And then you can reach out and submit a proposal to them. So you can say, here's what my show's about. Here's what we talk about every week. Here's how often we do episodes. I offer pre-rolls and mid-rolls and would love to do one for your show. Typically, they're 15 to 30 seconds, but we can talk through the details. Here's what I charge. And you can submit that to them. They would take a look at it. And if they feel like it would be a good fit, then you start a dialogue. So they accept your proposal, and then they move you into a workroom where you can have a direct conversation with the brand about what you would offer and what they want, and you work out a deal. And so it doesn't have to be a CPM deal. It doesn't, you know, if you only get 100 listeners per episode, at a CPM model, that would be really hard for you to make any money. Like they would, you know, pay you a dollar or something. It just wouldn't be worth either party's time. But if the hundred people that listen to your show every week are an exact fit for the product, then it might be worth them paying you 10 or $20 or $50 or, you know, it could be anything. I mean, if they're selling luxury yachts and you have a hundred people who are in the market for a luxury yacht, they might pay you 
$10,000 just to talk to those 100 people because it's a really high-end product, right? They sell one luxury yacht from that ad and it absolutely pays for itself. And so we like what Podcorn's doing. We like the way they think. They align with what Buzzsprout is trying to do in, in helping independent podcasters like really think through meaningful monetizations, not just things that you're wasting your time on to get a few dollars every month, but really understand the value and the connection that podcasters have with their audience and that trust relationship and that value. So we partnered with Podcorn. We've made it really easy for you to click through a link inside of Buzzsprout, set up a Podcorn account, and now there's a checkbox right inside of Buzzsprout that allows you to share your stats with Podcorn because something that's going to have to happen when you enter into a relationship with one of these brands is they're going to need to verify your download numbers. So if you're saying I get 5,000 downloads per episode, they might not just want to take your word for it. They need some verification. So we'll share your stats with Podcorn if you tell us to. And then you can browse their marketplace. You can find a brand and you can start discussing if there's an opportunity for you to work together with the brands that they have in their marketplace. If you're going to go this route, and I think it's a great way to get connected for both sides. Like on the brand side, it's really great to be able to connect with podcasts that you align with. And then for podcasters, it's a way to set up a relationship with a brand who you already know is interested in podcasting and they understand the value. Because I think for a lot of podcasters, that's the part that's a little bit scary is I'm trying to go to a brand and say, hey, I want to include you on my show. I think you should pay me. And then they're like, I don't really listen to podcasts. I'm more of an email guy and like they don't want to be involved. With this, you already know the brand understands the value. They understand what they're getting. And uh, you just most of that work's been done for you. I would like to highlight... There's a really good video that I watched this week um, from Ahrefs. Uh, the head of marketing at Ahrefs spent $200,000 sponsoring podcasts over the last year. And they did this video mainly directed at companies saying, hey, here's all the stuff we learned. And from what we learned, here's how we recommend thinking about uh, sponsoring podcasts. And so I think we should link it in the show notes and it will help you as a podcaster get a feel for what brands are thinking when they're sponsoring your show. You guys cool if I give a couple of the takeaways from the video? Yeah. I won't go to all of them. I mean, a few of them are pretty basic. Like you really, it sounds like a lot of podcasters try to hide their downloads from the brands or maybe are dishonest about them. That's all taken care of with Podcorn because the stats are verified. This is the key one for me. Lesson number eight in the video, help the host understand your product. And so what they were doing is they're setting up an hour-long call with everyone who they sponsored the podcast. They got the host to do an hour where they walked through the Ahrefs product. And they found that that was really important for the host to understand what the product they were talking about did. Instead of just reading an ad, like they were giving a endorsement for this product. And I think that as a podcast host, that's something you can really bring to the table. If you're on Podcorn looking for a brand and then you're pitching and you're saying, hey, I want to do an ad for your product, make sure in that pitch, you're making it abundantly clear. I know what your product is. I know that my audience actually will not be turned off by hearing about this product. And I'm going to be able to talk about this in an intelligent way and give an honest account of the pros cons and purpose for your product. Does that make sense? 
Yeah. I mean, you have to recognize that when you browse Podcorn, that you're not the only one browsing. And so when you're submitting a proposal, how do you make your proposal stand out amongst the many that they're probably getting? And so that one's, that's a great tip for saying either I understand your product fully already, or I've got a slight understanding, but I'd also be willing to not only do the ads, but meet with you for a half hour or an hour and get a really good understanding of your product. Um, I'd be interested in, you know, buying a sample of your product and using it myself before I do my ads, anything creatively that you can think of to set your proposal out among the pool that they're getting would be very valuable. Yeah. One of their other tips that they talked about was, uh, just the ability to be interviewed on shows. Some of the hosts proposed, they were like, Hey, why don't you sponsor my show for four weeks and pay this amount to do that? But you're actually like, I like your product. So why don't I interview you for the episode? And I was like, for a lot of podcasts, that's actually kind of a nice thing if you're inviting them on because you know they bring value. And you're like, this is now I've got an interview set up for me. So that's a nice value add. You can put it in there. And the brand will probably be really excited about that exposure. Yeah. And Podcord makes all those variations of ways that you can pitch sponsors easy to do because oftentimes those sponsors will list out all the different ways that they're interested in sponsoring podcasts. So some are like, you can do a product review. You can do a product highlight. You can interview the owner. You can do a pre or a mid roll. And, and so they also will list out all the different things that you can pitch to. So you can say, I would be interested in doing these three things that you are interested in doing as well. So we're big fans of Podcorn. If you're looking to jump into sponsorships and you, you need to make that connection with the brand and to know that they're actually of the mindset of, I want to sponsor podcasts that are a good fit for our audience. last thing that we've highlighted in the monetization section, which before was kind of buried in your podcast settings, was the support the show link. And I know that this is another thing that's near and dear to our hearts for independent podcasters is that another way to very quickly start monetizing your show is to give your audience an opportunity to support you directly. Uh, So Kevin, do you want to just jump into real quick why the support the show link is powerful or helpful? And then also just some some things to keep in mind as people are looking to implement that strategy. Yeah. So it's, it's really very simple. It's just a, a link to a payment site that you would drop in to Buzzsprout. And then we would automatically add it to the show notes or episode description for every episode that you do. And then as you feel comfortable in each episode, you can say, hey, if you want to support the show, there's a link at the bottom. If you want to send me uh, a little bit of cash to keep this thing going, it would really help. I'd really appreciate it. There are a lot of people who say, you know, I don't really need the money. I'm not doing it for the money. I don't necessarily, you know, feel the need to drop in a link to do that. And I would just push back on it a little bit. Something that you think about is that a lot of people who listen want to thank you. Like, and, and you might not be doing your show because, you know, I want to make some money on it. You might just be doing it because you enjoy it or it's a passion project for you or you're, you have other goals that don't involve you actually getting cash from your audience. But it is an opportunity for a lot of people out there to say, Hey man, you dropped this tip last week and I implemented it in my business or or something. And it was so helpful. It would just make me feel good if I could just, you know, send you five bucks or something. And so just think about it from that perspective as well, is that it might be a way to serve your audience and not yourself by providing a way for people to thank you. And so there are some really simple sites that you can go to Patreon's one of them, Podvan, buy me a coffee, or even something like a PayPal link or a cash app link, just giving people an easy way to either support you if you're asking for support. And if not, maybe just thank you if they feel so led. So it's as simple as dropping a link in and Buzzsprout does the rest. And then you can mention it as often as you want in any of your episodes as a call to action. Yeah, it's very low hanging fruit, right? There's not a lot of time required on your end to set it up. 
and it's an easy way, like Kevin said, even if you're not like trying to necessarily profit from your podcast, maybe you can start that as a fund to pour back into making your podcast better. Maybe you do want to invest in something like a Roadcaster Pro, and you can now use this support the show link as a way to start a budget that when you hit that dollar amount, you can execute that knowing that's going to help make your podcast better. And so your listeners are also investing in their own listening experience. And so even if you're not trying to necessarily profit from your podcast, you can use that as a way to continue to make your podcast better. Yeah. And let people be the ones to decide whether or not they give you money. I can think of podcasts that I've listened to that have ended up shutting down because to them, the number of listeners wasn't enough to justify keeping the podcast going. But there were shows that like I looked forward to every week. And if they'd have said at any point, hey, there's a link in the show notes, go ahead and support us. I 100% would have. And I definitely now am thinking like there's a few shows I'd pay another five bucks to get an episode a week out of them again. And like, I don't know if I'm one of a thousand people that was thinking that now they've got like a nice, very healthy podcast that's making good money. So setting this up now may allow you to continue podcasting even when your life is a little bit more hectic and you've got more going on. Maybe now you're bringing in a couple hundred dollars a month from your podcast and you go, oh, no, I want to keep that going. It means a lot to people. So at the end of the day, uh, you know, our goal with Buzzsprout is to always provide the best premium podcast hosting solution available. And we know that there are other options for hosting podcasts and some of them don't charge as much and some don't charge any. And we try to provide uh, a much better experience with what we're doing with Buzzsprout. And the idea of hosting your podcast there for some people is a very easy decision because they have the income to be able to buy a Buzzsprout plan and get all the benefits of using a premium podcast host versus having to go with a less expensive or free option. But what we're trying to do is make it more and more accessible. So even if you don't have the disposable income to be able to spend on a passion project or a side hobby or something like that, there are now ways built into Buzzsprout to be able to cover the costs of your hosting and possibly equipment and more. So I'm really excited about it, whether support the show link is the right way for you to step into it or affiliate marketing or sponsorships that is all built into your Buzzsprout account. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to do any of it. Again, if you know budget wise, it's, it's not a stretch for you to buy your own equipment and to pay for your hosting and, and you just love doing it and you've got other goals. We're not pushing you to monetize, but there are a lot of people that out of necessity or because it is one of their goals to have their podcasting goals align more with some monetization options. And that we're super excited to be able to offer this to everyone. And uh, it's super simple. Just like everything that we do in Buzzsprout, we try to keep it really easy and not just make it easy for you to start, but scalable as well. So you might just start you know, today with the support the show link. And then in a couple months from now, you might say, Hey, I'm going to try an affiliate thing. And, and you make a few bucks off that. And then you say, Hey, I'm going to pitch one of these podcorn sponsors. And, you know, it can go even beyond that, you know, to the point where you're doing deals uh, or people are, you know, inbound deals, people are contacting you or you're contacting people outside of Podcorn or the other marketplaces that we've linked to. Uh, And the tools still support that again. So you can always add a sponsor tool that's in Buzzsprout. It doesn't have to be somebody that you find through Podcorn. It can be somebody you find anywhere. So we're excited. We're going to keep revising it. We want to hear your feedback, but we hope it's a super... Uh, valuable tool to those who are interested in monetization of what they're doing with their podcast. Well, that's another episode in the books. If you want to let us know what your thoughts are on the new monetization tab and all the options that you have, or if you like that now that you can see in your stats, your achievements and how you're doing, definitely jump into our Buzzsprout podcast community over on Facebook. It's our 
online community of podcasters. You can jump in there, let us know what you think, and interact with other podcasters, get help when you need it, support one another, encourage one another. It's a great community to be a part of. And make sure to send us an email at support at buzzsprout.com with ideas for how we should intro the next episode. And you can be just like Anna and get a shout out with a link to your podcast. Well, that does it for us for this week, and we'll catch you in the next one.